Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's our American football podcast, Laces Out. We have a bumper edition for you today. So many guests, you would need many many sticks to shake at them. Does that work? Anyway, we've got loads of guests, and there's lots of picks, and there's lots to be getting on with, so we should do that. Before we do, please consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop, and share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send this podcast their way. Right, let's get started. Here we go, this is CookieCast, Laces Out. Recording in progress. Whose turn is it? Wait. Well, I believe it's yours. Oh, I'm so not prepared. Let's try, though. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a group of men talking about a sport that doesn't originate from the country they live in, but they collectively know something about. That's right, it's the Laces Out podcast. And I... I'm joined by my always glamorous co-host, Paul Williams. Good evening to you, sir. And well, to you all, especially you, Andrew. Well, thank you. Um, I, I kind of promised, quote-unquote promised, a bumper edition of this week's Laces Out podcast. To make up for the lack of guests, we decided to flood the screen with guests. And we're all really tiny now. So, there's that. Uh, joining us from all the way down in Ult is the host of the Getting Over podcast, Mr. Stuart Mansey. How are you, sir? Oh, hello, hello, hello. I would ask, are we tiny or just really far away? Something to ponder. Next on my screen, uh, he doesn't have his own podcast yet. We are working on it. Definitely coming down the pipeline. Matthew, two teams, Hurley. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Lovely stuff. And when one Matthew is not enough, a man who used to have his own podcast, but we don't talk about it anymore for reasons unknown to a lot of people, <laughs> it's our second Matthew of the week. Matthew Marr, how are you, sir? I'm good, yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um, before moving on to our usual banter, it is uh, unfortunately the job of us here at CookieCast and the Laces Out podcast to take a moment to mention uh, Demar Hamlin. Uh, our thoughts and, if it is your type of thing, prayers go out to him, his family, his teammates and uh, just a, a, a horrific situation. Um from, from the sounds of things, certainly doing a lot better than he was. Um, so, like I say, uh, thoughts and prayers from us here to to everybody involved and certainly uh, Demar Hamlin. Um, terrible situation to be a part of. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but it certainly made me, uh, made me think. Um, so, That's crazy, like... I wasn't. I wasn't aware. I wasn't even aware of the situation until I actually logged into the the Game Pass 
app to try and watch the game earlier on. And then obviously I had a quick look on Twitter and saw all the sort of horrific stuff about it. And yeah, just almost an innocuous challenge. They're coming together and then he obviously like, tries to stand up and then yeah, just completely collapses and it just looked awful. Indeed, it did. Um, yeah, I mean, it was... I, I didn't even have my eyes open this morning. It was the first thing that Leanne said to me before. I was even really conscious and I was just like, what the hell? It's not the sort of... Not the not exactly the start of the day that you want, but certainly not the not the not the game that you want to attend um so uh yeah thoughts and prayers is 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 what we'll say on that one um to liven things up a little bit and to uh, to move this ship along i'll hand you over to my co-host who will get us kicked well and truly off so week 17 is now in the books to an extent. Obviously, that that game between the Bills and Bengals is still up in the air. You'd like to think they would just null and void it, just give me to give me to tie something like that. Just, yeah. So they don't even have to worry about it. Don't have to think about it anymore. But obviously, that'll be the decision taken by the the, the league at some point in the future. Not the time or the place to be really sort of thinking about it. That can be done when everything's sorted um, behind the scenes. So, of the 15 games that were left, um, we did some predictions. Obviously, last week's predictions were, to, were brought to us by the stats mistress herself, Leanne Davies. So, in third place, with nine out of 15 picks correct, it is the aforementioned stats mistress, the teams that let Leanne down were the Cardinals against the Falcons, the Bears against the Lions, the Eagles against the Saints, the Jets against the Seahawks, the Vikings against the Packers, and the Ravens against the Steelers. So, either myself or Andy, who will take the win. In second place, with 10 out of 15 selections correct, he's pointing at himself, ladies and gentlemen, and it is indeed Mr. Andrew Cook. 10 out of 15, still a very acceptable score on let down by five teams. It is laying down, uh, it was very similar to Leanne. It was the Dolphins against the Patriots, the Eagles against the Saints, the Commanders against the Browns, the Vikings against the Packers, and the Ravens against the Steelers. So taking the point and the win this week, my good self with 12 out of 15 picks correct. The three teams let me down were the Eagles against the Saints, the Panthers against the Buccaneers, and the Commanders against the Browns. I was so close with the Panthers, and then obviously they decided to just forget how to, you know, hold a football at times, which was which was nice of them. So yes, taking the win from Week 17's picks was myself. It adds another point to my uh, already unassailable score, but we won't go into that. So Andy. And the collective guest on four and a half points each for the season. I currently on nine points for the season. All that's left to do is to go through the side bet from week 17. So, we'll start off with Andrew. 
Andrew started the week on 40 points. I started the week on 44 points. So let's see if the uh, results can go in Andy's favour and maybe uh, climb a couple of points back in the uh, in the standings or maybe even four points in the standings. You never know. So Andy started off well. He took the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Denver Broncos. That's one point right there. He took the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Almost wasn't a point there, but it is indeed a point. I right mean, the there. first one almost wasn't a point. Well, yeah, that's also The hell the Broncos were on. He'd also taken the Detroit Lions to beat the Chicago Bears and to complete the set, ladies and gentlemen. He had the Dallas Cowboys. I've lost them. Oh, yeah, the first game of the week. Dallas Cowboys to beat the Tennessee Titans. That's four points for Mr. Cook right there, moving him on to 44. And as it stands, level with Mr. Paul Williams. So, my four teams. I have taken the Jacksonville Jaguars to take care of business against the Houston Texans. That's a point right there. I'd also taken the Los Angeles Chargers to get it done against the Rams. That's two points right there. What can I add to my haul? Well, I had the Eagles to take care... Oh dear. The Eagles did not take care of business against the Saints. And I also had the Washington Commanders to take care of business against the Browns, and that also did not happen. So just two points for Mr. Williams, which makes week 18 in the side bet very interesting. As I will go into it on 46 points, and Andy will go into it on 44. So, all still to play for. Oh, I feel sick. I feel sick. Oh. Oh. That is your week 17 predictions. All that's left to do is to go through the week 17 stats. This may not be the time to mention it, but as it's our uh, Bumper edition, and up until moments ago, we did actually have another guest scheduled, penciled in. Um, so it was going to be a Bumper edition of the Latest Out podcast. I realised that we had the opportunity to uh, spice up the side bet somewhat with a lot of guests. We'll come to that in a little bit. Carry on. So I believe I am starting off the stats this week. Is that correct, Mr. Cook? No. I am starting oh, I am starting the stats. But so long short story long. The stats mistress got 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 back in touch with Nate Davis of USA Today and said, look, we're going to let you off last week, but don't let us down this week. And he said, don't you worry, pal. Not only have I got you some stats, I've got you the absolute best stats. Now, people might think the stats mistress job is easy. It is nothing but not easy. It takes a lot of massaging, manoeuvring, and basically... There are something like 32 stats that get condensed down into, more often than not, 12 stats. Apparently, I'm reliably informed that this week, the stats were that good that 12 was not enough. I said, hey, we've got a lot of guests. I'll share the love. And she said, that's good, because there's a lot of stats. Um, I have distributed stats to everybody involved. I will take the first two and then I'll hand over. So, my first stat is a small one. 64. 
Sorry, this is, these are the stats for week 17 of the 2022 season. 64. Quarterbacks have now started at least one game this season. Most ever in a non-strike campaign. It just, just, just insane. Number two for me, the New York Jets, Mike White. Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater. Tennessee Titans, Joshua Dobbs. Las Vegas Raiders, Jarrett Sidham. Washington Commanders Carson Wentz and Arizona Cardinals David Blau all made changes under centre from week 16 to 17. Although none of these quarterbacks engineered a victory. Uh, As I was saying, I believe it's over to you, sir. So we started with Mike White there of the Jets, and that leads me to my first start with the Jets' 23-6 loss to the Seattle Seahawks eliminated them from playoff contention, extending their league-worst drought. New York Jets last reached the postseason in 2010, which I believe I overheard on uh, something else today was that I think there's a there's a basketball team that's of all the big sort of four American sports. There's a basketball team, and I can't remember which one it is. Might be the Hawks. I don't know. But they've they've got the longest playoff drought of any team. Matt Sacramento Kings. That's it. Sacramento Kings. That is indeed who it is. And apparently they were saying that they're looking odds on to actually make the postseason this season. So, of all the big four American sports, the Jets are about to become the uh, longest. Because yeah. it not was it was the Mariners in baseball, and they made the playoffs this this year just gone as well. So it's like right. all those teams are all kind of started to kind of trying to break that run. Oh dear! So will will they be able to make it next season? Knowing the Jets, probably not. So the San Francisco's for, uh, sorry, the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy joins Virgil Carter, Mike. Kruzek, Ben Roethlisberger, and Phil Sims as the fifth rookie quarterback in the Super Bowl era since 1966 to win his first four starts. Purdy also has multiple touchdown passes in each of his past five appearances. Only Justin Herbert possesses a longer streak, seven games in 2020, among rookie passes since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger. And I know for a fact there are Two people sat in this virtual room, however, very happy about that stat. <laughs> it's not the one who's just put on the charger cap, let's put it that way. <laughs> you mentioned Herbert, so the cap ah, came there out. We go. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. And lastly for me, Purdy and the Niners escaped the Raiders, who benched quarterback Derek Carr in overtime. No, they didn't bench him in overtime. Who benched quarterback Derek Carr, comma, in overtime. So they beat them in overtime. What a horribly put together sentence. Um, giving San Francisco a shot at claiming the NFC's number one seed and the first round by and home field advantage that comes with it. Just on the Derek Carr thing, obviously he was told he was going to be uh, benched for the last two games of the season. So uh, did what all good sportsmen do and uh, unfollowed the team. Uh, He's a leader. Left, a leader left the, the vicinity as well. Was like, not coming to the games. Probably going to leave Las Vegas and uh, unfollow. That is 
remove it from my stance. Toots, have you got something? Yeah, yeah. Um, Philadelphia Eagles backup quarterback Gardner Minshew the second drops his second straight start after the NFC East leaders stumbled against the New Orleans Saints. Philly is about to run away after the NFC's top seed once seemed a fair accomplishment. Though the Birds can still secure it by beating the New York Giants in Week 18. 2018 MVP Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes joined Drew Brees and Tom Brady as the only player to throw for 5,000 yards in a season more than once. Mahomes, who also has the most touchdown passes in the league, reached 40 for the second time in his career. Aaron Rodgers' Green Bay Packers ran their winning streak to four, embarrassing the NFC North champions, the Minnesota Vikings, 41-17. to However, the special teams and defensive touchdowns sparked their victory more so than Rodgers. With a win at Lambeau Field in Week 18 against the Detroit Lions, Rodgers and Co are going to are going back to the playoffs. Hmm. Interesting. I want to say winning in, baby. That's I, all it matters. Winning in. I, I want to say Stu's next. Yeah, I think it was me. So. Was there ever a doubt that Brady would come up with his best outing of the year when Tampa Bay Buccaneers needed it the most? He had 432 yards, three touchdowns passing and one rushing touchdown. Um, Thank you for the fantasy points. Finally, when it doesn't matter anymore. Anyway, uh, the Bucs are now back-to-back division champions for the first time in team history and will host a game in the wildcard round after knocking out the Carolina Panthers. TB12's big day was enabled by wide receiver Mike Evans. The pair hadn't been vibing on the field for weeks, should hope not, filthy animals, after he snagged 10 balls for 207 yards and all three of Brady's touchdown throws. If I was, if, if I was a good podcast host, I'd have queued up last week's Laces Out podcast for a little segment I like to call Somebody Knew This Was Coming. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, I was watching that unfold via the medium of Red Zone and Fantasy, getting all excited when he finally started to roll some points in, then realised that Mike Evans is on the opposing team and was like, well, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm done. So, uh, so yeah, Brady's former team, the New England Patriots, Poised to reach the postseason for the second time since TB12 left following the 2019 campaign. A win in week 18 at Buffalo punches the Pats ticket. That's not an easy game. Um, and not only did the Pittsburgh Steelers get a back to back 500 rating for the first time since week two by pulling out a win at Baltimore on Sunday, they're now one victory away keeping head coach Mike Tomlin's career-long streak without a losing season intact. That's I've got, insane. I've got, it's I've got absolutely insane. That I've, team is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mate who's a Steelers fan, and I think at about the, it must have been at the time when they were like, because what were they? They were like four and they were like four and eight or five and eight at some point, and that. 
And I actually sent him a text and said, literally, are they going to shit out their way to another not losing season? And he was like, yeah, probably. So. Matt, take us home. Yeah, then, uh, tip of the cap to Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones, who passed for a pair of touchdowns and ran for two more as New York wrapped up. Uh, wrapped up its first playoff spot in six years by blasting the Indiana, uh, Indi- Indianapolis Colts. I struggled with that one there because Daniel Jones is there. Yeah. Uh, how much longer for Wentz to be a quarterback? The second straight year he was with the, uh, with the Colts in, two, in 2021. He came up small, throwing a trio of interceptions as Washington was handled by the Cleveland Browns and booted from the playoff pitcher. Which was doubly made doubly uh, hilarious watching Rivera, Rivera, Ron Rivera's com- press conference, where he's like, "What? Oh, we could be out of the playoffs in like the, if the Packers win." Didn't realize that kind of thing. Like, and they was like, "No, no, no, no." I just, you know, just just a bit confused. Uh, last but not least, LA Chargers smoked the Rams thirty-one to ten. The Rams' eleven losses are the most ever by a defending Super Bowl champion. And there we go. Obviously, right, obviously, no one in their right mind would have picked them to go back to the Super Bowl this season, so that's absolutely fine. Obviously, at no point in this season have I hidden my uh, dislike for this version of the Rams. Obviously, adding their current quarterback did not help them, in my opinion. Uh, but it's uh, it's always fun to watch them get absolutely smoked by a team as uh, as as gifted as the Chargers. <sighs> Hey, at least they got a lovely new stadium out of it. <coughs> right, so where do we go now, Paul? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Obviously, uh, as Andy had alluded to at the start of the podcast, it is the uh, it is the end of the regular season in the NFL. So we have got all the way through to week 18. As such, that's why there are three lovely faces joining us this week, as opposed to just the one, or in some cases, the zero I have been in the past couple of weeks. But whilst there are three guests here with us in this virtual room, we've also managed to obtain two more sets of picks for week 18. One provided by uh, podcast alum, Mr. James Forrester Gray, although sadly he was unable to join us this evening to record he has provided his picks from a guest perspective and just for old time's sake I thought well she was sat next to me on the sofa when I was compiling the book so why not just tap her up for another set of predictions so Miss Miss Amy Brinton has provided some lovely selections for us as well we'll go through those so seven people picking 16 games to go through quite a lot of information so before we dive into it why don't we take a very small break and then we can really get into it when we break it down don't you go anywhere we'll be right back recording in progress welcome back as we said before just the week 18 picks the selections the predictions as it were to go through from all Seven people that are predicting this week, and then obviously there's a small matter of the side bet. And I believe Mr. Cook has some dodgy dealings, shady shenanigans 
to uh, to throw in right at the end. So look forward to that. So as it's week 18, the NFL have taken the decision to put two games on the Saturday night schedule, um, and they've picked a game that doesn't really matter and a game that very much does matter. So we start off the week with the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Derek Carr-less Raiders. Seven people have obviously put in predictions here. I'm seeing six names for the Chiefs. Why is it Matthew, that is Matthew Hurley, that you feel that the Las Vegas Raiders will get the job done against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? Kansas City haven't got anything to play for really, have they? Well, the one seed. Yeah, but... Come on, lad. And, uh, I was impressed with the Raiders against the Niners, I thought they... It, to be fair, so. Jarrett Stittum did look pretty good, actually, to be fair. I thought yeah. he um, But yeah. Yeah, he had a good link up with Adams, so... The rest, the rest of us all haven't suffered some sort of brain injury, so we've gone with the Chiefs to get the win, so... Um, next up, we have the very much the important game, as this will decide the AFC South champions. So we have the Tennessee Titans travelling to Jacksonville to take on Shad Khan and his son, who's definitely not on some sort of nose candy, Tony, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, again, I'm seeing six people that have picked the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to have to come back to Matthew, but this time it's not Matthew Hurley. This time it's Mr. Moore. You have gone with the Titans here, sir. Any particular reason why? Against the Jags and... <laughs> yes! Top banter. One of, <laughs> one, of, one of many pure banter clubs in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's two kind of things. I think, obviously... I think is it, it whoever wins gets gets the AFC it's, South kind of thing. It's winning in basically. They're gonna win. Whoever wins wins the division. But the Titans are really well coached. I'm not saying that the Jags aren't really well coached, but the Jags have had a really good run, and generally something goes wrong at some point for the Jags. <laughs> so and I, it's kind of based on on that really. I think if you, you know Derek Henry hasn't had much of a year this year, I think maybe you'll just kind of finish the year off with maybe a big game. I don't know. I just, I just kind of fancy the Titans. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a terrible pick. Like you say, like the Jags have won some like five on the spin then the Titans have lost six on the spin. So you'd imagine that one of those things is probably going to change soon. Um, so that finishes the Saturday slate, slate of games. So then we come on to the Sunday slot. Now, obviously there's a lot of games in here that aren't going to mean anything in any way shape or form there's a lot of just meaningless games here and we start with one in Atlanta where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Falcons and seeing here we've got five of us back in the books to get the win the two people that are on the Falcons is Miss Brinton and Mr Stuart Woodmansey any particular reason Stu are you assuming that the books might rest some of the players um, that that was part of the assumption, but it will also then possibly lead to a bit of a spoiler for another prediction on the basis of 
how funny would it be if Tom Brady gets into the playoffs by being on a nine and eight record? Yet Aaron Rodgers is still busting his ass to try and <laughs> get that get that winning record going. I just I don't know. I feel like that, that guy could set the stadium on fire and they'd still let him through. So I I just think they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be busting a gut this week. I don't think because uh, they haven't all season. So why change the habit of the entire year? I, I still maintain there needs to be a shake-up of the playoff format and it shouldn't be that you win your division and get in. It should be the seven teams from the conference with the best record that should get yeah. in. Yeah, I would agree with that. But would, the, would, the only the thing I'd say with that is like you've got to have a winning record. I don't because there's some like conference like some divisions that are really, really tough. If you've got to play that, that division what six times through your year then some some divisions are going to beat up on each other, whereas some divisions are going to be like, all oh, right, it's, it's absolute cakewalk kind of thing. So I think having a winning record to get into the playoffs would be my only change to it. Yeah, I suppose that's fair enough. And I suppose there's got to be like, you kind of have to have a way to sort of divvy up the home, like who's going to get the home games and, and stuff like that, I suppose. Uh, next up... Um, a game with some stuff on it. So we've got the Patriots at the Bills. Patriots are currently still in the wild card slot, I believe, so need to win to can, uh, to ensure that they're going to get into the postseason. The Bills obviously still in with the shot of being the number one seed. Um, obviously, how that game against the Bengals gets determined will obviously play a massive part in that. So at this particular time, we can't say. Obviously, if they'd have won last night, they would have gone back into the number one uh, seed slot ahead of the Chiefs. Um, we've all taken the Bills. Apart from Amy, who's taken the Patriots, and obviously I can't turn to ask her why. Um, I believe she ummed and had over it for a good quarter of a second and then said Patriots. So she's obviously heard lots of good stuff about Matt Jones and his, and his big arm. So that could be the only reason that she's gone there. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears. Uh, it's another one with nothing really on it. I'm saying that, I suppose they like... Can the Vikings still get the number one? I think they can, can't they? But they need a lot of permutations to go their way. They need, the, well, Eagles, they need the Eagles to lose. They need the Cowboys to lose. They need the Niners to lose. So, we're getting into NFL stats territory there. So, whoever writes the stats can write the reasoning for how they would get that number one slot. Uh, it's just it's just a case of, like, I thought it was a game that hadn't really got much on it, but obviously, if the, if the Vikings are still in with a shot, I mean, it's, it's, it's unlikely, but there is still the possibility they could go for the number one seed. So, you'd imagine they'll still keep the majority of the team in um, again, six of us have taken the Vikings. Amy's picked the Bears. I don't know if she just thinks that you know Bears are stronger than Vikings. I don't know, maybe. But um, you can guess now. You wait until the scores come in. I tell you something. Them. Let's put it this way: the way that the Vikings have played this season, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears beat them because the Vikings have got to be <laughs> one of the worst teams that's got a positive record I've ever seen. They've got a point differential of minus 19. How ridiculous is that? Shocking. Absolutely <laughs> disgraceful. 
Next up, we've got the first. Well, not the first, but this is this is definitely the worst game of the remaining slot. You've got the two fourteen, two thirteen and one, I believe. Houston Texans against the four eleven and one Indianapolis Colts. So whilst there is nothing technically on the line here, if the if the <laughs> if the Texans do win, they will go above the Colts. Oh no. No, they needed to win last week to get above the Colts. Sorry. So But they can if they win, they lose the first pick of the draft. Yes. So if they win and the Bears lose, the Bears will get the number one pick in the draft. Um it's a bit of a 50-50 split on this. We've got four teams taking the Colts and three teams taking the Texans. Um, Amy is one of the people on the Texans and the two Matthews have also taken the Texans. Any particular reason why, boys? I just think the Colts are in free fall. I think they're really, really bad. And the coach is not a coach. He's a TV guy. Um, <laughs> and, yeah I, think, yeah, I just think they're just a really bad team. The yeah, I think Matt, well. Matt Ryan's been shocking, hasn't he, as well? Uh, well, he didn't even play. He hasn't even played the last uh, couple of games, has he? Is he, is he, is he due to play? Because, obviously, Nick Foles got speared. Yeah, they might, they might throw him in. He got speared into oblivion and then, uh, you know, decided to... Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau decided to do, to do snow angels next to him, which I thought was uh, interesting, as he was writhing around on the floor in pain. Um, next up, we've got the um, New York Jets travelling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Obviously, the Dolphins can still get into the postseason. They need a bit of help from elsewhere. But if they win, I believe they're almost almost nailed on to get in. Um, uh, across the board here, it's another, 50, it's another pretty much 50-50. There's four of us that have taken the Dolphins. Um, James and the two Matthews have taken the Jets. Is this just because the Dolphins don't really have a quarterback who can throw the ball? <laughs> yeah, that's me. I don't know. Is, the, is there an outside shot that Tua can clear the um, concussion protocol? <laughs> the scrutiny that that medical... T- well, the NFL as a whole medical sort of element of that this week that they're going to yeah. be under. Surely not. Yeah, well, you'd, like, you'd like to think too. not, but... It, it, like. I think it's one of those ones that, like, because they need to win. I think if he's, if he's, if he passes it before say Thursday, I don't think there's any question. I think he plays. Well, like it's really weird, isn't it? Because that I was, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were saying the only reason why they thought he might have a concussion was because they were going through the game tape on the Monday after the game, and he couldn't remember plays, and it was, they were just like, no, don't remember that one. Like, don't remember that one. And then an analyst went through the whole game and went, this might be the moment that he got the concussion. And it was a really innocuous kind of fourth. I don't, I don't think, it, I, I'm not sure whether it, it wasn't, definitely wasn't a hit. It was kind of like a fall from a run or something like that. And you just think, if you're falling to the ground and getting a concussion, he, he needs to be done for the season. I don't care whether you go into the, you think you go to the playoffs and it's all you know whatever. That it needs he needs to be done. Someone needs to kind of go right. You need to go away for a bit and get yourself sorted. 
and really think about, and it sounds awful, but it's not just think about whether you play again this season, it's whether you play again full stop. Yeah, that is, that is definitely true. Um, on the um, flip side, if it makes him feel any better, I've watched a lot of Red Zone this season and I don't really remember any of the Dolphins plays either. So. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, move, we'll move swiftly on. So, this is another one of our games that has absolutely nothing li- uh, riding on it other than draft order, I guess. We've got the Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Um, five of us have taken the Saints. James and Amy have taken the Panthers. Uh, next up, we have a potential uh, win and in situation with a bit of help from someone else. So we've got the Browns taking on the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Um, we've all gone for the Steelers apart from Amy, who's taken the Browns. Um, I, I think I think the Steelers are probably going to end up a bit unlucky in this one, and they're probably going to win it, but they're probably going to lose out because either the Patriots or the Dolphins will sneak in ahead of them. Um, next up, uh, we've got the Giants taking on the Eagles in Philly. Um, again, kind of kind of something on the line. Obviously, the Eagles need to win to sort the, the number one seed, and obviously they lost the last two. Giants are already in, but can obviously play a spoiler for the Eagles getting the number one seed. Um... We've all taken the Eagles apart from Amy, who's got a feeling about the Giants, I believe she said. Um, on that similar vein, we've got the Cowboys at Washington to take on the Commanders. And it is our first clean sweep of the evening, where we have all taken the Commanders. No, we absolutely have not. We've taken the Cowboys because we're all not stupid. Although, this will be absolutely sod's law, where the Cowboys need the Eagles to lose... To then get the get the um, not the number one seed particularly, but just win the division. So the Eagles will lose, and then the Cowboys will go and lose. So we'll just wait and see, I suppose. Uh, next up, uh, it's another game with nothing on it. The Chargers are already in the postseason. The Broncos have already shut the bed. Um, so we've got the Chargers in Denver, and we've all taken the Chargers. Next up, it's the Rams at the Seahawks. I believe. The Seahawks, if they win and Detroit beat the Packers, the Seahawks will be in the postseason. We've all taken the Seahawks, apart from Mr. Moore, who has taken the Rams. I thought you uh, yeah. I thought you actively despised Baker Mayfield. I know, but the Seahawks aren't very good either, so... <laughs> I just... The great point. I think I think the Rams will try and play spoiler. I just think there's a little, little bit of element to yeah. kind of like they've had a terrible season, but one thing they can do is they can just drag the Seahawks with them out of the playoffs as well, and it'll just be that. That is, I, I must admit, that is the one thing that I do quite like about the fact that they always have week. They, the last week of the season is the, is the sort of the inter, interdivisional games. It, it means that it's got a little bit of something added to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like like you say, one of the teams can play spoiler and cost the other team the process or something like that. Um, two games left. So these are the t- these are the two games that can be f- that, uh, one of them will be flexed into either the early window or the late window. So it's the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals, Bengal. Both teams are in the postseason. This will just be for um, I believe the, division. the divisional win. I think if the Bengals had won last night, they would have sewn up. 
So obviously, again, that will play into it when the league decides what they want to do with that situation. But until we know what's going on with it, it's basically a, a not a win and in, but it's a win and clinch home field for at least a game. Um, three people have taken the Ravens on this one. That is Stu, James and Amy. I know Amy's taken them because she just likes the Baltimore Ravens. Any particular reason why you've taken the Ravens over the Bengals, Stu? Well, don't, don't, don't bet against Tucker. You, have this, uh, you know I have this thing about Justin Tucker. <laughs> I don't know. They've not they've not been amazing the last sort of few weeks, whatever. But I don't know that somewhere within that unit there is still a team, but they just when they switch it on, fine. Last let's say last few weeks haven't. I don't know. I just I can't see them finishing the regular season without without another win. So yeah, that's fair enough. And we finished the slot with. I mean, other than the Titans Jags game, it's probably the game that's got the most riding on it it's 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 the definite game that should have been flexed into the late Sunday night slot it's the Detroit Lions against the Green Bay Packers to all intents and purposes as long as the Seahawks haven't won it's a winning in game so that could that could play into it kind of I think if the Seahawks have already won the Lions are going to be a bit deflated and will go into this one knowing they can't make it into the postseason regardless. But then, so, for, that, for that reason then, with the flex, why do they not do this where, like, if it's the last day of like the, the soccer season here and they all play at the same time, why do they not instill that? Because surely that, you know, it can affect the outcome of another game. I believe that NBC, which is the team that... Ha- well, that's the, that's the TV company that holds the rights for Sunday Night Football... I think they've got the right to keep that slot open so it's just one game on at any one time. Right. So they can't, I don't think they can flex it so that you get two Sunday night football games. Right. Which would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. But sadly, obviously, they've not decided to do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, fuck your sporting like, credibility and you know, integrity and all the rest of it then. But, you know, as long as, long, as, long as, as, long as Bill can uh, get his snack helmet out and start munching on for one game and one game only, then uh, we're all good, yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, you, uh, and you missed a divisional game at the Levi Stadium. No, no one cares about the Cardinals at the, at the 49ers. Uh, it's almost like he did that on purpose. Listen... Not, not even, not even you two. Not even you two care about JJ Watt's final game as a professional footballer. I mean, the the, the neutrals might be hoping that you know he gets a stra- uh, a strip strip sack fumble on uh, Brock Purdy that you know might, might go wrong, and then the uh, what would that what would that leave the Forty ers with? Is it John what? Johnson? Uh, not, oh, yeah, yeah no, not John Johnson, is it? But yeah, it's somebody John, somebody Johnson, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, apologies, Matthews. Yes, the Arizona Cardinals at the, far, at the San Francisco 49ers. Surprisingly enough, we were all taking the San Francisco 49 aside, um, aside from your just random dislike of the 49ers, yeah. The fact you don't have a team but dislike the 49ers, which is completely oh, they're not, they're 
it's not it's not just the 49ers there's other teams that I actively despise <laughs> but don't like a team <laughs> uh, but um, I mean, the, the Brock Purdy story is oh. quite is, is a great story you know being Mr. Irrelevant uh, don't get me wrong from a, from a perspective of an America's game he will definitely be one of the people they interview for it and that'll be great looks, to watch he looks better than 45 of the other quarterbacks <laughs> that have played in the league this year as well which is True, it's true. Anyway, sorry, I didn't give the picks for the Lions-Packers game. Um, we've basically all gone in on the Packers, apart from James and Amy, who have given some life to the Lions for the postseason. However, they've inadvertently already knocked them out because they've already picked the Seahawks to win. So, never mind, eh? So, that's your Week 18 picks from all of the seven people in uh, in connection with the podcast this week, all that leaves us with is the side bet. Now, obviously, Andy won the week. So, technically, I can choose whether to go first or second. However, as Mr. Cook clearly has something that he would like to throw out, I will defer to him to explain so, I, I have been aware through the entire season that the side bet section of the podcast, especially when we have guests, can be a little dull as it just focuses on myself and Paul. But, with a whole host of guests, I was like, hey, let's do something a little different. So, in the break, I asked our guests if they had a way of recording the side bets. So, it's going to be a side bet in a side bet. Gentlemen, I ask you to pick who you think will win this week's side bet by making a note of what myself and Paul pick, which would give you two lists by the end of it, make an assessment of the two lists, and then decide who you think will win this week's side bet. That's right, it's going to be interesting. So, have we just done side bet inception? Yes, absolutely. He's, he's, he's found an old episode of You Bet on YouTube. and uh, oh, What a game show. What a game show. Questionable presenter, but we'll leave that there. Yeah, let's not, let's not talk at that thread. Um, pretty yeah, sure so, you, I'm pretty I'm sure You Bet had an episode where a guy said that he could do that thing where you shuffle a pack, pack of cards and then he could remember the cards in order and got it wrong on the third card. <laughs> it, 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 you know when everybody around you is like, did, did this just happen? Because that's really embarrassing. The, the spectacular failures are always the best failures. But so. Let's hope this isn't the start of a spectacular failure, as I will go first. You will. And I will start off. Oh, it's the last week of the season. Oh, these are, there's going to be some horrendous, horrendous teams getting put out here. Um, because they're still in with a shot of getting the, foot, the number one seed, I'm, I'm not going to mess around. I'm just going to take the Kansas City Chiefs straight off the board. So for me, my first selection is the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Las Vegas 
Raiders. Your two selections, please, sir. I'll see your counters. Uh, that worked, Kansas City Chiefs. And I will raise you the Buffalo Bills to beat the goddamn Patriots. And I will also take the Minnesota Vikings to beat the Chicago Bears. So you know uh, Andy wants you to uh, select who's going to win this week's project. <laughs> that might help you, lads. Kirk Cousins, what are you doing, sir? The 3-13 and 13 Chicago Bears. Hey, I'll tell you something. From a fantasy perspective, next year, Justin Field, Justin Fields will be going high in oh, drafts. Absolutely. Right then. What do I want? What do I want? I would like the Dallas Cowboys, please, to beat the Washington Commanders. And I'll have the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Arizona Cardinals. You shouldn't be allowed to tell them. They are dislike. Are you banning me from taking your <laughs> team? <laughs> yeah, you've got to go with Arizona. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, I'll just choose any other team. Go on, Andy. What's your two to finish us out? Well, he's in the room, so you've got to give him a goal. The Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Dumbo Broncos. You can have the hat back on for that one, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> Your final selection? <sighs> there's, a, there's a game that I'm like... It's kind of a banker, but also not. Have you taken the Cowboys at any point? Yeah, that was my second team. Damn it. Okay, this might be a bad idea. I'm saying it here and now so that we're, we're not under any illusions. It might be a bad idea, but... Are the Eagles still on the board? They're still on the board. Yeah. This is the game that I didn't... I didn't want to pick from, but I will take the Eagles to beat the Giants. Even though the Giants have been looking pretty good recently. Um, I imagine it will largely depend on the team that the Eagles put out. Um, so, but of what's left, that might be the, the one to take. In that case, I will finish out by taking the New Orleans Saints to beat the Carolina Panthers, only because I think the Saints might get a bit creative here. Nothing to play for. We haven't seen Jameis pretty much all season. I imagine they might give him the start, see what he's got left, see whether it's worth bringing him back for another the season or not, or, or whether they're just going to go with Andy Dalton from a, from a full-time perspective, or whether they're going to try and dip in and try and draft a new quarterback. So you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Your Week 18 side bet picks are as follows. Andy has the Buffalo Bills at home to the New England Patriots, the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears, 
Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos and the Philadelphia Eagles at home to the New York Giants. I, on the other hand, have the Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders, the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders, the San Francisco 49ers at home to the Arizona Cardinals and the New Orleans Saints at home to the Carolina Panthers. Do so, any of the three guests already have a selection that they'd like to throw out? Stu's nodding. Stu. Yeah. So I looked at the predictions you've just given for the side bet, compared them to my predictions, and you'd be pleased to know that all eight selections are amongst my personal predictions. So um, clearly you're not getting any points at all. Um, <laughs> therefore, I would, I would have probably gone for a draw between the two of you, but purely... Because Paul picked the 49ers, having admitted to despising them. And then Andy reels out again. The cap is coming back out. Andy reels out the Chargers pick. My, my selection is uh, Mr. Andy Cook. Paul, can you please mark down Stu's pick? Have. Either of the Matthews, are you ready to go? I just need to check. Did Paul pick the Saints in the end or the Panthers? Saints. Saints over the Panthers. <clears throat> I will pick Paul then. And Toots to round Seven it out. Um, based on the fact that I agree with Andy's picks and only three out of four Pauls, I'm going to go with Andrew. He's cursed it, I'm afraid. He's giving out the kiss of death. I have that noted in the book. Interesting. Um... There's a possibility to continue the side bet on through the playoffs and beyond. So um, stay tuned for what that might look like in the coming weeks. Um, when we return next week, we will be looking very much like playoff picture. It'll be a different situation. It'll be a lot of it'll be a lot of watching American adverts for uh, for us here, um, which is always a joy. Uh, it finally it is for us to thank not only our guests who are present, but our guest pickers. Uh, big thank you to everyone for joining us on the podcast. Uh, big thank you for everybody that put in picks. If you are listening or watching right now and fancy a little side action, get in touch with us. We'll get your picks in the book and see if you can take us on for a little chance to win. What a prize, obviously. Um... It's a big thank you from me, my co-host, and our lovely guests, to you lovely people for joining us to talk about a sport from a country that isn't this one. Uh, we will be back next week, reviewing week 18 and previewing playoff football. Uh, if you're waiting until four minutes from the end for me to say the season is almost over, there it is. And uh, that's it from us. Uh, we shall see you next week. But until then, tatty bye's. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another week of games gone. Another week of games to look forward to. And we can just about see the playoffs coming over them their hills. So looking forward to that. 
Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop in a review if you want to drop, and check out the website. It's the There you can find social media links and an email button. You can send us your picks. Go up against us. See how you fare there. If you do, we'll get a mention. How about that? Right, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast. So there we go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another week of games gone, another week of games to look forward to, and we can just about see the playoffs coming over them their hills, so looking forward to that. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, drop in a review if you want to drop, and check out the website, it's the There you can find social media links and an email button, you can send us your picks, go up against us. See how you fare there. If you do, we'll get a mention. How about that? Right, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.